How do you feel about the notion that maybe one piece of content can in fact change your life? I feel very strongly now that you've put it that way. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast by Mikhail Alphon. What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Did you know that I recently stopped calling it a day in the life? No. No, yeah, I stopped, I stopped calling it a day in the life, and I'm just waiting for uh, iTunes to update the artwork. I don't know why. It, anyways, a whole thing. I'm really pumped for this episode, but this one in particular, because today <laughs> we have what's very spe- a very special guest to me. What's excellent about it is we actually met on Twitter per usual. This seems to be like my MO lately. Um, But the first interview we ever did was back in October and we connected over a parody Gary V video, which got some traction. I think I hit you up like that day or like that afternoon. We recorded that day, didn't we? It was very, very soon after, like the weekend after. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But, you know, we have a lot to talk about. A lot has changed since October. And instead of doing this over Skype, she's sitting right here at Heartline Studios at the Blue Light headquarters, and I'm very excited about that. But before I speak too much, Ashley, better known as Ashcatch, why don't you say what's up to the listeners and tell us a little bit about yourself. What's up, listeners? I'm Ashley, a.k.a. Ashcatch. Wait, so what is the, what is the podcast called now? You the me podcast. Hanging. Just the podcast. The podcast. Okay. Yeah. Great. Well, it's, I'm really, really happy to be at, on the podcast. <laughs> um, and so I, I just started a business actually called Ashcatch. And so that's sort of what I'm doing in conjunction with videography. Mm-hmm. Um, I also am on YouTube. I make vlogs and yeah, I'm trying to build a personal brand on social yeah. media. I think when we met, you had a really, you already had a solid personal brand. I remember commenting on how great your page was and the theme of everything too yeah um if you were to sum it up what would you say your personal brand is now it's still live your daydream Mm -hmm. and that's sort of what the the idea of that started when I was traveling Mm -hmm. and I was trying to come up with a name for a sustainable apparel business I wanted to start eventually and I was stuck on this the word daydream because it just felt like so it just felt really dreamy to me. Yeah. Obviously, the word is daydream. So it's like kind of the idea of like not just having it stay in the clouds or stay in your mind, but actually living it out. Right. And because daydream kind of has that negative connotation of like something that will never come to fruition. So, yeah, that's how I came up with live your daydream. And basically what I started doing was uh, putting all these things that I had in my mind and all the goals that I had into practice (laughs) yeah yeah so that's that's what it was and that's what it still is what would you say your daydream is well now um it's actually still the same as it has been for the past few years so my background is I graduated university in environmental engineering I think we talked about that last time too and the reason why I studied environmental engineering is because I wanted to do something in the sustainability industry Mm -hmm. and People had told me, oh, you're good at math and science and you want to save the world. So this is the perfect kind of conduit for you. And I thought, "Okay, cool. 
sounds good to me. And it like it wasn't until literally like the fourth year that I was studying that I was like, oh, this is what it is. And it was like too late at that point to switch majors or anything. So I just kind of stuck it out. It was a good experience. And I'm really happy I have that background. It's helped me tons yeah. like since then. But the my heart was to do something in the sustainability industry. So um, shortly after that, I learned about the company of Patagonia, yeah. which is so funny because I feel like we always talk about Patagonia. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm pretty obsessed. I still am. And, and it's because they were the first company that I saw that was doing, uh, fashion in a ethical and responsible way. Sure. And that really inspired me. And, and since then I've thought that's what I want to do. Yeah. Um, and yeah, in between there I've been traveling and, I started working for a festival in Australia called Rad Living, and it's all about encouraging people to do what they love. Right. And yeah, so I was living in Australia and just got back a few months ago. And um, and yeah, so that's that's my daydream now is to like do sustain do s- this sustainable apparel company mm. that I've been dreaming about for a while. And, and now it's coming into fruition. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I feel like one of my passions too, like at the end of the day, I've just loved bringing people together. Yeah. And so, and I love just like the connection of good community. Yeah. So I feel like that at the core is like what I'm really powered by and what I'm inspired by. Sure. Yeah. So it's, it's almost like it's both of those. So uh, a little context uh, to, for the listener to you or to the listener for the listener. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, so we always talk about, we'll go like months <laughs> without talking. <laughs> And then, but then I'll like come across a Patagonia store in Boulder, like when I'm out there, or like I don't know, a piece of apparel. I'll probably zoom in on some dude at the airport or something like that, and just send it. Like it's just a little like, hey, you came to mind today. Yeah, <laughs> I remember you're obsessed. Yeah, still like is the sticker in the back of my phone. Also, fun fact: Did you know that you've actually encouraged me and my girlfriend actually to be a little bit more conscious conscious about the clothes that we are buying. That's great. Yeah, it is something that like, you know, it's something that I'm relatively, I wouldn't say passionate about by any means, but because my family comes from, you know, India and the Philippines where a lot of these things are like a lot of uh, not socially responsible practices are happening. It's something that kind of hits home a little bit. So now I I, like I look, I'll look up. I think I I may have mentioned to you that I was looking at cotton on Mm -hmm. and I wanted to see what they're like, like they're uh socially responsible plan was and then that part on their website was like broken down and i was like this doesn't seem right guys <laughs> page not working 404 yeah exactly no page found <laughs> exactly so um so yeah so that's really that's definitely helped out a bit now when we first met over the internet you were living in fresno mm-hmm. right was yep. it fresno okay you're living in fresno then you like move to australia you're between here and new york i never actually know where you are <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, I don't know either. It's kind of like <laughs> everyone else is, we're all kind of learning together. <laughs> um, so I am in Australia from time to time because my best friend throws this festival that I mentioned right. called Rad Living. So uh, once a year, I'll probably be in Sydney helping out with that. Mm-hmm. And I live in California, love California. I also love traveling, but I prefer now that I'm kind of starting a business and really trying to build a community and this brand up and really like gather people around this event in movement. I, I see myself more stationary in California, mm-hmm. but I love New York's and yeah. I feel like a lot of our friends are in New York yeah. and a lot of my dearest friends are there. So I'd love to go there and visit them. And my net, my like business network is also in New York. Sure. So 
that's why I spend time there. It yeah. kind of like rejuvenates me. It does. Yeah, it's, it's a like, very it's, it's energetic a good pace. Yeah. yeah, and you just see people that are doing such cool stuff. So it's inspiring, and yeah. So I'm, but I'm in California. So you consider yourself a California resident still? Yeah. How's LA where, treating you? LA is good. Yeah. I, I growing up, I was like, I'd never move to LA, but now I, I really have learned to love it yeah. for, for the opportunity. So, um, you, you mentioned, and it's crazy. So again. We ended up meeting on Twitter because of the Scary V video. Mm-hmm. Then for some reason, people just started gravitating toward that and the podcast that we initially did. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to take a moment and take complete credit for the two of us that in a weird way, we actually started the Twitter fam thing. Would you agree? I, I agree that it was it was a huge component to building <laughs> that community. <laughs> I don't even know who actually started it. But now the like hashtag Twitter fam, whoever yeah. started it, mm-hmm. like involves like 20 people or whatever it is. And, uh, you know, for a while it was like for months, it was like I'd wake up to like 20 Thousand uh, messages. <laughs> messages on Twitter, which was great. Yeah. Uh, but out of that, you know, we in, like Jabril was somebody that we met. Um, I love Jabril. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Thorpe. Um, Anthony, Stevie Dub, Stevie, du- yeah, Stevie mm-hmm. Dub, um, Summer Silvery. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of people. There's so many. Michelle, yeah, Michelle, who I found out you guys are actually like best friends, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we knew each other before the internet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is, and it's been awesome. Like we've, I think we've met up on a couple occasions now with everybody there, or you know, parts of people there, which has been cool. Yeah. What has that community done, uh, f- for you and? And really like your journey. I think for me, it felt like finally there's a group of people that we just all really vibed really well together. Mm. Like whenever we get together, like even that other maybe a couple weeks ago when we went to pizza. Yeah. And and like just we're hanging out all together. Like there's just an energy that I don't find with a lot of my other friend groups. It's Mm. almost just like um, something brought like really gravitated us all together and so for me it just feels like home in a sense yeah people that are also really driven and like-minded and and are drawn to one another not based off anything vain yeah just off of like who the person is and really wanting to do good in the world like like the core beliefs are the same yeah exactly yeah and so and like stevie's in hip-hop uh you're you know, you're vlogging, creating videos, I'm building a company. And then, you know, like Anthony is crushing it in alcohol. It <laughs> seems like, it, which is great. I, I kind of want to trade position, but it's, it's what I find incredible about that is like these people that come from all different walks of life. We have one common thing and it's just like, be cool to each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what brought everybody together. And did you meet Cody before then? No, I met Cody through the internet. Did you meet Cody before we went to pizza? He came to VidCon to meet all of us. Okay. Yeah. So I knew I met him like I knew he was coming to California, but I hadn't met him in person. I forgot what his handle is. Do you know what his handle is off the top of your head? Cody with an A underscore Bennett. Okay. So Cody Bennett is came all the way down from Canada, met up with everybody at VidCon. Then we all went out to pizza. Yeah. He I think we I got a little turned up. <laughs> I think I think you were being you were pretty behaved that night, but like I was happy. Like I really didn't need anything to feel turned. I was just like jazzed that yeah. we're all together. Mine was an accident. I remember coming out. I was like, uh, I'm just gonna have one drink, <laughs> and it turned into twelve or something. Well, crazy. when we met up, we met up with you, you were like, I was I already sitting. Yeah, you're already pretty. 
<laughs> you you hold it well though. I can Thank never you. Tell. I appreciate that. It's <laughs> it's many years of drinking heavily that <laughs> that's helped me get to that part in, in my life. But I, I'm pumped on that, and it seems like you consistently get support from uh, from there, and it's cool because you know you've been so encouraging to the community. I feel like you're almost a pillar in that community as well. Um, but it's I, I see it on Twitter, like obviously like people mentioning you and whatever, which by the way, Twitter daps, you've done such a great job with your new algorithm and how you're like presenting the feed. Would you agree, Mason? He's over there. Uh, yeah, it's how it, how it filters your, how it filters the, the tweets in like, so that if somebody mentions Ashley, like I see that because even if you are not following that, even person. though if I'm not following them, you don't like it. Wow, mm, what a hater! Divided, <laughs> divided. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it's great to see that. It's great to see that uh, that support like come from you, and then you've supported everybody else. And it's, you know, I don't know. We need more of that stuff in our life, right? I mean, I I feel like at the end of the day, what what is what do you remember the most? Mm -hmm. It's the times that you spent with the people that you love. And so for me, and a big part of the brand that I'm starting, even though it's a sustainable denim brand, like I'm creating it with that, like with that heart. That's the heart of the brand yeah. is like just being with good people, doing cool things yeah. and um, really valuing that and coming back to that at the end of the day. So let's talk about Cheap Seats Society. Great. I'm pissed I don't have my pen, pen with me. It's on okay. my bedside table. I have more. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what is it all about? Where'd you get the name from? Which is super clever, by the way, but let's you think talk it's about clever? it. I do think it's clever. I'll, I will be very honest. At first, I thought it was for concert tickets and especially knowing that you did events. But then when I read the tagline, I was like, okay, that makes sense. Like yeah. it's all cheap seats. It's sustainable denim seats being your butt. That's a kind of cool conclusion to draw. Oh, I don't yeah. know. It's kind of interesting. I should do a poll. Like, what do people think about? Like, what is it about? I like it. Yeah. yeah. So I had mulled up, like, Cheap Seat Society came not easily. Like, I was mulling over names for months. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't, I like I said, I really liked the idea of Daydream, mm -hmm. but I didn't feel like that really aligned with kind of the vibe that I was going for. Um, I wanted something that felt really down to earth, relatable. Mm -hmm. And for me, I, I just think it's so interesting, the idea to like turn something that's typically like fancy or posh on its head and say like, no, like the grungy vibe can also like be a part of these sort of like norms. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I think like cheap seats when I when I think uh, I had all these names written down my notebook, like I have the notebook with me. There's like dozens of names and I was actually at a cafe and the, the cafe that I always go to, that I'm there every day, they think I'm a psycho. They see me, they see me like crying. They see me laughing. They see everything like they know me the best. Um, but I was sitting next to some of the people that on their break, and I and I ran a few names by them, and I was like, "Which ones do you guys like? Which one feels good to you? Like right. which like?" And they actually helped me come up with the name. Mm -hmm. And so I came up with cheap seats because to me that felt very like down to earth, something that people could relate to, and also like. When you're in high school or when you're with your friends and you are bored on a Friday night, it's like, why don't we just go to the cheap seats of like the game or like right. the concert or whatever? Yeah. And again, bringing it down back to that, like we don't need to have a lot or be doing something super fancy to really enjoy what life is truly about. So it, it was kind of like that then. Mm -hmm. I wasn't completely off with my first uh, assessment of the name. Yeah. Okay. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. 
So I, that's the that's the brand, and then wi- that's the name of the event that I'm throwing as well. And then with, within that, there's a lot more. Okay. Um. So it's sustainable denim. Yeah. So the name of the denim brand, like the name of my actual business is Ashcatch. So mm-hmm. it's like a namesake brand. Okay. And yeah, so the label is called Ashcatch. Interesting. Yeah. Where are you getting the denim from? Um, All the denim is secondhand and it's re-roll from factories. What's re-roll? Re-roll is the scrap material uh, from factories mm-hmm. that they usually throw away Okay. Uh, after they're finished cutting a garment. So for the first collection we're doing, we're basically like getting old denim, deconstructing it, and then reconstructing jackets out of them. Nice. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, I'm working with a local manufacturer. Like, there's a couple core values that I have for the brand, and not just that it's sustainable, but that, like, we keep as much of it local as possible mm-hmm. and to support the local economy and keep it lucrative. And um, also, like, denim is one of the most water-intensive and energy-intensive textiles to produce. It's just gnarly. And mm-hmm. it really negatively affects the communities where there are denim factories. Um as far as I know, like yeah. I haven't been to all of them, so I can't say sure. that for sure. But but I, from what I've seen in the documentaries I've watched, that's what my understanding. And so when I thought like, what how what is the difference that one could make in the fashion industry, in fast fashion? And de- and I love denim already. Like yeah. I brought with me like this really cool old denim jacket. That's my mom's. And just like such a cool vibe. And so I thought, let's just do denim. Yeah. Like, yeah. And there's so much secondhand denim and and um, yeah, so I'm working with a really cool local manufacturer who's gonna help produce all the pieces. So who designs the the jackets? Me. Really? I'm the designer. That's so rad. I'm becoming a fashion designer, Mikhail. <laughs> so you went to school for- <laughs> Don't sus- remind everyone, they're gonna get confused. No, I think it's amazing. Okay. I, I love this. Like, I don't know how many people know, but I went to school to be a nurse. I'm not doing that now. <laughs> But it's like, so so I love the idea that you went to school for what you, I'm excited that there's going to be a high five on this podcast, by the way, (laughs) that you can clearly hear like the high five was real guys. Anyways, I love the idea that you went to school for something that almost has no relation to what your passion actually Mm -hmm. is and like what you focused on. Okay. So let's talk about designing those jackets then. Mm -hmm. How are you learning to do this? It's yeah. tricky <laughs> because it's not as because orig- I had one. My original business model was taking jackets that already existed and then adding flair to them. Mm-hmm. But what I found is that there actually could be copyright issues if there is still like oh. logos from the previous mm-hmm. brand, because then people might think that the brand is that yeah. company is, but it's actually mine. So yeah. and uh, tons of. The reason why I thought it was legal is because tons of people do it. Right. And everyone's like, no, you're fine. Like, you're just a small company. Like, it won't make a difference. And I was like, eh, eh. I don't really ever want to, like, have anyone involved sure. in any legal issues. Like, so even if it's, like, highly unlikely. Like, I'm yeah. just like, I just want to do it the right way. Yeah. So, um, so that was originally, I was like, oh, I can be a designer. Yeah. Like, this is easy. I just hire a graphic design, like an apparel graphic designer. We can embroider and do cool stuff and easy. Yeah. And then when I came across this issue, I was like, mother of pearl. Like, I actually have to learn how to do this, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought I had more time to, you know. Yeah. But now, so now basically I sat down with the manufacturer and I was like, look, he went to fashion school. Okay. Um, he's really great. Yeah. And um, yeah. And I was like, okay, listen, I have an issue. And he was gracious enough to say, okay, like he's going to be a bigger part of helping me manufacture the clothes now. 
Um, so he cut and sews and does a lot of sample work in downtown mm -hmm. LA and he's going to help produce, uh, the six main pieces, five or six pieces. Nice. And, um, so he's kind of the knowledge behind it all. And okay. I, I tell him my vision and, and he's the one that kind of says, okay, this is how we, this is what I need. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. I would assume that like somebody like true religion, for example, right. They have, I don't know if they're, are they still alive? True religion? That yeah. brand? Okay, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know either. I can't buy that shit. We're anymore. not supposed to mention any other venom on no, this. No, so what I was gonna say, like with the copyright or the copyright issue or like you know design patent, whatever it might be, like they have a very distinct exactly. patch. So if you put your name on that and somebody saw it, and I feel like Trulogen might actually get pissed off about that if you know all those connections were made. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe. I mean, there's a chance. Do you have like a like a signature button or pocket or something like that that you're putting into all your designs? No, not we not yet. Not yet. No, because we're doing jackets. Mm -hmm. So like I think what you're referring to is kind of like a butt pocket. Maybe yeah. Yeah, that kind. Of, we're, we don't have anything like that. Um, but basically we're we're gonna like take denim and even the scraps and everything and sort of like make designs out of those. Yeah. So it won't be the stitching necessarily that's sure. gonna make it unique, but mm -hmm. it'll be kind of the pattern. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. All right, cool. So there yeah. is something there that. Yeah. That's, I'm so pumped for you. And I doing know, me that. too. We have so many cool, like just today, I got emails confirming like the coolest influencers in the game, like that want to be involved. Because what really? we're doing is like, so the event, I don't know how long we have to talk about this, but like the event is a fashion show for the denim. Right. And then it's a film premiere. So we're writing an like an original script and casting people to like make this short film that yeah. is written to complement the denim brand. So it kind of is a visual rep representation of like the denim lifestyle or sure. like the brand culture. Mm -hmm. um, so that's like the main components of the event. And then we're going to have like all these other really cool brands involved and people and drinks and food. It's just going to be so fun. Live music by Tribute Band, Matchbox yes. 22. <laughs> um, that's an awesome gonna, name i know it's gonna be so great um yeah so each of the models in the runway are like people that model the lifestyle of the brand like sure. influencers in in the community that um that really align with our message yeah so that's th that that's what i've been confirming the last few days is is those models for the runway and we're going to be announcing them in the next couple days that's so exciting yeah. so and it's august 25th august 25th nice do you like yeah. how i remembered that i do i'm so bad at dates it's so crazy mike thorpe messaged me yesterday saying good luck today i was like <laughs> It's in a month. Thank God it's in a month. Saying, Good luck meeting Michaela at the podcast yeah, today. Yeah, you yeah. know? Like, who knows? Uh, <laughs> so um, can we talk? Are you able? Do you want to talk about like who you're? I, know, I can I get a sense of who you're targeting. But like who is like who's uh, the Ash Catch Denim Line or Cheap Seed Society? Who is it for? Like if you could if you could pinpoint one person, one influencer or one person in a certain stage of their life, who is it for? I think it's for people that are really looking to like dream big yeah. and be enabled and encouraged by a community of people that think anything they can imagine they can create. Yeah. So it's, it's really not like, oh, you have to like fashion or you have to like filmmaking. Sure. Although a lot of people who are going are filmmakers sure. and creatives and like graphic designers and that sort of thing. And we're going to have like, uh, I'm working on, on getting like, some really cool storytelling people involved that will like have products to to help 
you learn how to storytell better. Yeah. <clears throat> and so that kind of goes across the board for anyone, not just a filmmaker. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's basically like who my heart is that it's just anybody that's looking to dream big and really live out their daydream. Yeah. Yeah. And someone who would really want to rock a denim jacket. That's really exciting. Yeah. You have men's jackets, I'm assuming. Yeah, they're unisex, so it's kind of like Perfect. everyone's included. Kind of, except for I tried to put on my girlfriend's and it definitely looked like a girl's It's not jacket. like femme. Okay. No, they're like pretty. Some of them will be more femme, like the way that we're cutting them. But nice. yeah. I finally harnessed like the denim jacket movement for myself, so I'm excited to obtain one of these, actually. Yeah. I will for sure get them. Um, right. uh, when do you see the store going live and how are you going to sell these things? We're launching uh, at the event. Okay. That's what we're shooting for is is making and it's all going to be pre-order. So you order it and we make it. Okay. Um so and yeah, we're having online. So originally I was like, "Oh, I'm just going to make individual pieces. Each of them will be custom and I'll sell them at the event and that's the only place they'll be available." And then once I kind of hit this road bump with the whole like copyright issues, yeah. I was like, "Okay, actually let's like make certain designs that people can purchase and like we can create recreate all okay. these designs. Yeah. So are they made to order? They're made to order. That's really cool. Yep. Wow. So I, I like when I purchase one, I know that nobody else is wearing a jacket quite like this one. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I'm really excited for that. Yeah. I'll um, even write a little note on it somewhere, like or I'll embroider like Mikhail. <laughs> <laughs> or like blue yes. light somewhere. <laughs> you should get the, this like the sock and make it the patch on the <laughs> yeah. How how ridiculous would that be? To the listener who can't see this right now, um, <laughs> One of my friends made a pair of socks with my face all over them, which is insane. Cool. Are they super cool? Yeah, I would wear them. Okay, we'll put them into production. <laughs> <laughs> like a shirt, anything, I would rock that. That's awesome. It's like a very happy face. No, but I, I, <laughs> man, it's just, it's great to see that. I, it's great to see you doing something that you love. I can tell how, like, how pumped you are on mm -hmm. it, too. It's like, it's almost like you found your path. Yeah, I mean, it's something that I've wanted to do for so long. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it feels good to finally be executing. I think, like, the the last few months have been literally the hardest months of my life. Mm -hmm. And I've, I'm happy now just because in the last 24 hours, things are finally starting to settle into place and people mm -hmm. are confirming. And so for the past few months, it's been like, is this – every day has been like, do I push it back? Do I cancel it? Like, And now it seems like once you get people on board and really aligning with your vision – now it feels really good. I'm like, oh God, finally, like, yeah, like this is working. What were, what were some of the steps that you took to get people on board? I flew to New York City. <laughs> yeah, and you I just started like, hey, I'm doing this. Yeah, because I knew one of the sponsors I wanted to work with lives there, uh -huh. and the marketing, the head of marketing lives there, and so that like I didn't tell him, and I this is the first time I'm admitting it <laughs> actually, <laughs> but yeah, I was like. I need I need something and yeah. I was I was I am willing to do anything to make this work. Yeah. So so yeah, I, I flew to New York to have a meeting and yeah. and that's really what saved it. How did you book that meeting? Uh actually he reached out to me. We we had met previously and he knew that I was coming and he was like, "Let's grab lunch." Yeah. So I turned it into like a proposal. <laughs> Basically. That's, that's the best way to do it. Yeah. That's how it always starts. Yeah. Man. That's awesome. Yeah. Adrian Adrian vlogs, right? Uh-huh. 
I'm pumped for him. He's yeah, doing, he's doing great. He's doing great. Yeah, it's, everyone there is doing great. Gabe the, DeSant, he's doing good. He's yeah. working with Casey Neistat now. Oh, wow. Yeah, Dan Mace and Casey Neistat from time to time. Wow, that's so awesome. Yeah, he's going to be at the event. He's one of the runway models. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's, so, that's super cool. And where's yeah. the event going to be? Downtown LA. Downtown LA. Fashion District. Do you have a specific venue yet? Yeah, we have a venue. Okay. 939 Studios. 939 super, Studios. Yeah, super cool venue space. Um. 300 people capacity so so yeah no it's not booked up yet we haven't started like we haven't released who's going yet so once we do that that's when well i'll definitely be there it'll be cool great (laughs) reserve your ticket before they get sold out where do we i'll send you one i'll just send you one okay (laughs) yeah cool can i have two yeah i feel like is it on a saturday or sunday it's on a saturday okay cool yeah Definitely want to take two. I'm going to take Mason with me. Great. <laughs> Can't wait. It'll be a lot of fun. So uh, what about the the vlog? How's the vlog going? The vlog is good. And I really, I'm feeling a lot better now. And I want to get more consistent with the vlog. I think like with work and everything, it's just been, I've been in my head a lot and kind of struggling with my own stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to to vlog yeah like to do something like that when you're battling some stuff internally yeah so now i feel like okay i'm kind of back in action yeah the so the vlog is good i still i'm like behind i have so many vlogs to edit but i've just been really i don't know how you guys do it i don't know how vlog like i did a couple and it's painful yeah yeah i think i i need an editor yeah that's what i'm leaning towards now i need to backtrack a little bit how did you meet the the person who you met with in New York that kind of was a catalyst to all this stuff coming together for Cheap Seats? I met him at VidCon. So that was um, the the day that we met up for pizza. Oh, that's the day you met him? Yeah. And so, oh, and you just went to New York like a couple weeks ago. Yep. Dang. Yeah, I got back a week ago. And okay. Yeah, so it's, it's all happening so fast. Did he already know you? <laughs> no, we met at VidCon. Oh, it was like that was the yeah. first time you ever met? Yep. Oh, wow. That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been great. Like, I think obviously you can tell I'm really passionate about this, oh, yeah. and like I'm really willing to do whatever it takes to make it work. Yeah. And I think when people sit down and hear the vision, they feel that too. Yeah. And absolutely. I mean, that's why we've been able to get like incredible influencers on board too. Wow, that's so awesome. Yeah. I'm glad that worked out. Now I want to do a little bit of a timeline with you. Okay. Um, <laughs> you were vlogging, just kind of doing your thing. Doing my thing. One day you decided to do the Gary V parody. Mason, have you seen this? It's f- fucking hilarious. Wait, we'll Mason watch it. should be in the video. I feel like we keep referring to I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it, it was it was awesome. Like there was I remember there was a scene where he had recently put out the video where it was like all dark and like gloomy or whatever mm-hmm. with one light over yeah. him. Yeah. And then you did something similar to that as yeah. well, I want to say. One so you put out episodes. I'm sorry. One of the best daily V's. Yeah. One of the, I think. the best da- daily V's. So you put out that episode. <clears throat> That vlog, he retweets it, right? And I think it was that day or the next day we end up doing a podcast together. Mm-hmm. The podcast and the episode, the podcast right after it, because I was using the hashtag or whatever it was, kind of sparked this. It was one of the things that contributed to Twitter fam. I'm not going to take credit for it. It was kind of a joke, kind of. <laughs> um, <laughs> that whole thing. Then you start seeing these people really encouraging each other. You mm-hmm. see some people actually making it happen, like Adrian, like Stevie, mm-hmm. and like, you know, Jabril went from the, like, I, th- I think his first podcast was with me, and then now he's hosting a radio show. You see all these people doing it. You move to uh, Australia. Mm-hmm. 
and still connecting with all these people, you come back and maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But after you connected with Roberto Blake, you like how I actually know everything that was going on with you. you like do. everything that was going on with <laughs> Roberto Blake, like maybe that pushed you to go to VidCon where you meet this dude who helps you launch Cheap Seats and Ash Catch, uh-huh. that whole thing. Yeah. How do you feel about the notion that maybe one piece of content can in fact change your life? I feel very strongly now that you've put it that way. <laughs> it's crazy, right? Yeah, I mean, it is. It, the, the thing that I believe more strongly than that is doing what you love mm-hmm. and really like going all in on your vision and your passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that because like for me, I was vlogging because at the time that's what made me the happiest and that's kind of when the video happened and yeah. it's just crazy how something like that can lead to what it ha- has led to now. I love it. Just like in cr- so many good people. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. crazy. Um, Ash, I don't care if you've been here once before or a hundred times down the road. You know that we like to end the episode with a bit of advice from uh, the guest to the listener. If you had one thing to say to somebody listening right now, what would it be? Okay, what's fresh, a fresh lesson that I've learned in the past few months is that doing what you love is hard there is really no glamorous part about it well yes there is but going after your dream is really really hard work and there's going to be times where you feel like you can't do it but it's so important to believe that you can and surround yourself with people that believe in you because I literally had one friend the Olivia O'Connor, like, she's so great. She's the one that I work with in Australia for the festival. She was literally the only person, I just sent her a voice memo today, that believed in me even when I didn't believe in myself and believe that Cheap Seats was going to happen. She was the one that said, it's happening. Like, we're going to make this work no matter what. And so just surround, like, that belief in what you're doing is, is, is huge, but knowing that it's going to be a lot of work. Man, I love that. Yeah. Uh, to everybody who might want to connect with you, how can they find you? On social media, at Ashcatch, at Cheap Seat Society on Instagram, mm-hmm. and, oh, the website, CheapSeatSociety.com for more info. Awesome. And can they register for the event there? They can. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Uh, to the listener, don't forget, August 25th, it's coming up. Um We really appreciate your time and your ear. If you love the episode, we would love a five-star review. If you didn't like the episode that much, feel free to stick it to us with a five-star review anyway. But be sure to subscribe because we're going to have a lot of incredible people just like Ashcatch back on the show. Thank you, Ashcatch. Thanks, guys.